Hi everyone, this is Abby Fanlow. I'm a PhD candidate in political science at Stanford University, focusing on international relations. And when the Russian invasion of Ukraine broke out, I started sending voice notes to friends, answering their questions, and it grew an interest, so I decided to start a podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are my own. Now let's get started. So today's question is, what is a javelin missile? If you've been following news coverage of the conflict in Ukraine, you might have heard people mention the fact that Western countries are sending javelin and stinger missiles into Ukraine. So today I'm going to break down what those missiles are. I'm going to mention one other type of missile that you might hear mentioned in the future. And then I'm going to talk about why these are important for the conflict in Ukraine. So a Javelin missile is a British-made, portable, surface-to-air, anti-tank missile. So to break that down, it essentially means it's made by a British weapons manufacturer. It is easily portable, so infantry troops can transport it relatively easily. It is surface-to-air, so it goes fired from the ground and it goes through the air to hit its target. And they are targeted at, at tanks, so they are intended to take out tanks. Javelin missiles can be fired from the shoulder, and thus they are part of a class of weapons that are typically known as shoulder-fired anti-tank missiles. And again, Western countries are sending these Javelin missiles to Ukraine. I mentioned them yesterday in the podcast because there are reports that Ukrainians are using Javelin missiles against that long Russian convoy. Stinger missiles are U.S.-made portable anti-aircraft missiles. So Stinger missiles, like a Javelin, are easily portable um, and they're surface-to-air. So they're fired from the ground and they go through the air to hit their target, but they're targeted at aircraft rather than tanks. Um, Stinger missiles can also be mounted onto vehicles or fired from helicopters in addition to being fired from the shoulder. Stinger missiles use a heat-seeking technology to sort of locate their aircraft target and take them out. And Stinger missiles are pretty well known because um, in the 1980s, the U.S. provided Stinger missiles to the Mujahideen in Afghanistan who were battling the Soviet Union. And if you've watched Charlie Wilson's war, they document sort of the efforts by this congressman to get these weapons to the Mujahideen. Um, And you can see videos in that movie of the Mujahideen using Stinger missiles to take out Soviet planes. You may also hear people in the future mentioning Strela or Igla missiles. Um, And these are also surface-to-air missiles, but these are Soviet-made. And there are reports that Germany might consider sending some of their stockpile of these Soviet-made weapons to Ukraine. Um, So as I mentioned yesterday in the podcast... It is useful to send Ukraine um, Soviet-made weapons because those are the kinds of weapons that their military is typically familiar with. Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. Um, It's been an independent state since the collapse of the Soviet Union, but a lot of the weapon systems that they're using are Soviet-made. However, it's unclear if Germany is going to send Strela or Igla missiles to Ukraine um, because it's really unclear if they're actually still operational, given they belong to the East German army and first entered operation many decades ago. But you may hear those mentioned as well. And I think it's useful to kind of understand that there are also um, Soviet-made surface-to-air missiles out there. 
So the reason that these kinds of missiles are really important is that they're very useful for an army that's battling a superior force. So if you have anti-tank missiles, and particularly if you have anti-aircraft missiles, it becomes a lot easier to defend against an advancing superior army. So again, as I mentioned in the case of the Mujahideen who were battling the Soviets in the 80s, being able to use those Stinger missiles and take out Soviet aircraft not only really helped impose a lot of costs on the Soviet forces, but it was also sort of a um, a victory in terms of like visuals for the Mujahideen where they could show that they were this weaker force, but they were able to shoot Soviet planes out of the sky. And so that's why I think um, when you hear people talk about these kinds of weapons, they really emphasize the help that they could provide to the Ukrainian army. And in particular, I think people are really interested in the extent to which the Ukrainians are going to be given and get access to these anti-aircraft missiles as they continue to try to um, prevent Russia from dominating and controlling the sky over Ukraine. Thanks so much for listening and remember to send me your questions so I can answer them in a later episode.